Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for stock market podcasts globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to watch more analysis of the stocks in this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the market report videos under the Learning Center. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Hello and welcome to this week's Australian Stock Market Report. Now this week we're going to look at whether the economy is good or bad and what you should do about it. Then we'll get into the market so I can share with you my thoughts on the Australian stock market and where it's heading along with answering your questions and looking at stocks for you. Hello, I'm Dale Gillam, Chief Analyst at Wealth Within and we're Australia's most trusted stock market educators. Before we move on, thank you for showing your support for the channel and hitting that subscribe button. Now remember, as you subscribe, click the bell on the right of it so you keep up to date with our latest videos. Also, remember to tune into our live Australian stock market show every Tuesday, 7 to 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Time. Now this is the show where you get to ask us, the stock market education and trading experts, to look at your favorite stocks and answer all of your questions. Now let me start this report off by asking you whether you think the Australian economy is in a slump. Well, no doubt your response will depend on what you've been watching or who you've been listening to or what you've been reading. Perhaps you may be thinking that our economy has been tough and the worst is behind us or maybe you believe there's more bad news to come. Now if you pick up any newspaper, invariably there is someone trying to convince you the economy is good while others are saying it's bad. Now, economists are continually communicating that retail figures and consumer spending is below expectations. Yet at the same time, the property market is booming. So what is going on? And more importantly, what should you do about it? Now, according to Austrade, Australia is the 14th largest economy in the world at 1.4% of global GDP. And it has had 28 years of uninterrupted annual economic growth, which is pretty impressive if you ask me. Now, Austrade are also forecasting annual real GDP growth in Australia of 2.7% over the next five years. If we achieve this, Australia will be growing faster than the USA, UK and Europe, although we will still lag behind China, India and other Asian countries, which are expected to grow between 5 and 7%. Given this, it would appear the worst is behind us and we can look forward to a bright future. While understanding the economic climate is important, what's even more important is how this affects your investments in the stock market. Future earnings or growth in the stock market is factored in at least six months in advance. In other words, the stock market is a leading indicator as to the health of our economy. Right now, the stock market is bullish, and regulars of this report will know that I expect it will continue to be bullish through 2020 and beyond. 
While the coronavirus will continue to have some economic impact on the Australian economy for some time to come, it is not now nor will it ever be a catalyst for our market to turn bearish or crash. It is simply a speed hump that may slow down some areas of the market, but it won't stop the bull run. Given this, investors would be wise to ride the waves rather than jump ship. So what are the best and worst performing sectors last week? Well, once again, the market has risen strongly, although at last week the charge has been led by financials, which were up over 3.5%, which is a really good sign. That said, the financial sector is still down from its highs in March 2015 by around 10%. And if the market is to remain bullish, this sector needs to continue to rise. Utilities was also up over 3%, with healthcare and consumer discretionary is also just up under 2.5%. Healthcare is still performing well, up over 60% since 1 January 2019. Once again, energy is the worst performer, although it's only down just over 1% for last week, whilst materials and information technology were slightly in the red. Now don't discount these sectors moving forward as I believe they will provide many opportunities in the coming year. Looking at the top 100 stocks, the best performers include Challenger, which was up nearly 13%, whilst Evolution Mining was up over 12%. TPG gapped up over 11% on news that it can now merge with Vodafone. At one stage, TPG was up 20% on the day of the announcement, although it failed to close out the day where it started. While I believe the merger is great news, I'm not convinced that TPG is bullish, so I'm sitting on the fence right now. TPG finished the week up 9%. So what do I expect in the market moving forward? Well, let's get into the charts for our S&P 500 All Ordinaries Index update for the week. We'll also answer your questions and look at the stocks you've chosen for me. Okay, wasn't last week another excellent week on our Australian stock market? Reporting season generally is a bit of a volatile time on our market and we've seen a little bit of volatility um, on the market the past week, but it is interesting that it's not as volatile as what I thought, but things are happening and uh, our market is moving up. But let's go and have a look at the All Ordinaries Index right now and see where it's going. Um, on the screen, I've got a monthly and weekly chart up. So the monthly chart's on the left of the screen and you can see here the previous um, all-time high prior to all the, the GFD. GFC high basically back in 2007. Now if I use my little crosshair tool, you can actually see now that we're now well and truly above the 2007 high and that's really good solid sign for our market uh, in that it should continue to go on um, quite some time. As I said, uh, I think I said it last week, I'm expecting our market to continue to be bullish sort of 2022, 2023, maybe in a little bit longer. Um, I don't want to get uh, stuck into too many sort of long, longer range forecasts, but right now our market's looking good. It's going to be bullish for the next couple of years. That's all you really, really need to know. But looking at the the right hand side of the chart now if I turn my crosshair off you can see how we came down in a, for those couple of weeks down there into that low there but uh, uh, we moved up very very strongly last week opening 
not far off its low and closing right near its high and closing above all of those other closes here. That's the important point. This is the highest close our market has seen since 2007. So that's a really exciting news. Uh, this week, if we do break above that previous high there, then that's even better news. Right now, I'm expecting our market to move up for another three, maybe four more weeks, but at least at least two bare minimum, but probably more like three to four more weeks before we make our next shorter term peak, uh, and then we'll come down for another one or two weeks. Again, my target at this point in time was, uh, as, as you know, um, has always been above 7,200 points. That was my minimum target. We've now achieved that my upper end now for the yearly high is now 7,600 so that's about another four uh, 400 points which is not huge in percentage terms but it's still good you're going to get some stocks growing hopefully as I mentioned earlier in the report financials will continue to rise if we can get materials and financials rising together then our market will go bullish you know BHP Rio uh, are looking a little bit more bearish um, at this point in time but I still do like them but there's going to be some great opportunities on our market for those people who have a little bit of knowledge and are picking some great stocks but now it's time to get into our questions for the week and the first question we have today is from Dom D he says hi guys I'm a frequent listener thanks matey I'm glad you're a good supporter hopefully subscribe to the channel that's all important as well um, and Dom says and I've had uh, my questions answered before so no worries if you want to give someone a new a go now we always like to answer all of the questions Dom um, if there's two many uh, that that might be a bit of an issue but when we only got a few we normally only get three or four questions a week which is fine um, but Dom also says I currently hold Origin and purchased it on the 12th of November 2019 at $8.29 so we're going to have a look at Origin um, for you he said the stock's gone down since to 9% my stop loss is at 10% so it's really really close to Dom stop loss I'm not sure why you've set your stop loss at 10% but that's okay we'll have a bit of a look at it for you matey um, and he says as I've, as I've taken some advice from Dale's book just looking for your thoughts if you'd like uh, if you would have exited prior to a stop loss of 10% the answer would be no um, as I currently hold and if so why I, if I bought it um, in an uptrend as it broke past its previous four months high not a good reason to buy Dom that's not a rule that I would use um, it's not what I teach in my book as well Tom says thanks again for your content as I'm learning so much from your books which I'm rereading and your YouTube videos fantastic matey but let's go and have a look at uh, origin now it's on your screen but let's have a bit of a look at it as you can see here on the right hand side here it has fallen away now Dom um, did buy it because he said it bought it somewhere around about October so that's somewhere in there because he's had it broke above a four-month high. Again, not a reason to buy any stock. Um, some people buy over a 12-month high, and it's none of those rules would be in my book. It's always, when I'm buying a stock, it's got to be fundamentally sound, but it's also got to be technically telling me that it's in an uptrend. And yet, crossing above a four-month high, you'd say, well, that's, is that technically in an uptrend? In theory, breaking above previous highs could indicate uh, an uptrend, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's a strong uptrend, how far it's going to go. Uh, you know you, what you want to know is how much upside have you got them and predict the future because anybody can tell me what happened on the left hand side of the chart I mean I can look at all these bars and talk about all the highs and lows of the last 10 20 30 years and anybody can do that but very few people can talk about where it's going to how strong it's going to be how it's going to unfold so what's the likely profitability there 
uh, before you enter. And a lot of people don't consider that. Um, I only get into stocks, and Janine, I only get into stocks if we know when we get a trigger that there's plenty of upside for us to make good profits before it turns away. But let's have a little bit of a look at it. Looking at this monthly chart, you can see this stock, if I just uh, bring it up there, it was quite bearish all the way from that last major, major high in 2008 right down to the low here. Um, in 2016. Uh, it's a nice, beautiful move down here. I think this move down is just short-term, maybe. I really do. I don't think it's huge. Um, I think maybe the 10% stop loss is a little bit tight, but that said, uh, when a stop loss uh, triggers, you take it. Now, sometimes, whilst I say my book 10 or 15% stop losses, my average um, exit on the stock is less than 9%. So we're not necessarily always losing 10 or 15%. And that's really the, the critical point. A lot of people say to me, oh, I don't want to lose 10%. I don't want to lose 15%. If you set your stop losses at 5%, which I know you're not doing, but people do, you'll get stopped out a hell of a lot more and you'll lose a hell of a lot more than anybody else because you're going to constantly be getting stopped out and having to re-enter all the time. All this stock seems to be doing, mate. And if I use my trend line tool and we'll go back onto the chart is it's just coming back to its normal sort of momentum and you can see that sort of there um, and even I'll make a little bit shallower across these that's all it's doing is just coming back to its normal momentum this move here was a little bit steeper um, and if I use my tool here you can see the steepness of this move here was a lot steeper than the current move and if I move it over you'll see that um, it still ran on that but it's just coming back to a little bit more longer term momentum there. Um, hopefully it will find some support but where would you exit? Um, if it definitely if it fell below that low I'd definitely be exiting but 10 to 15%. If it went for more than 15% that would be my exit at this point in time but again it's up to you whether you take that exit or not. I'll just go back to the weekly chart and we'll have a look at this. So my guess is right now, if we'd start seeing a bit of a green bar this week, which means trading above that high there of 790, um, I'd hang with it. And while it's moving up, uh, stay with it. If it keeps falling down, make sure you match, uh, take your exits based on your stop losses that you set. Make sure you're happy with that. But uh, it's a good stock. I don't think there's too much... Um, no trouble with Origin at the moment. It's just had a little bit of a weak period, but uh, if it does start move up, stay with it. Thanks for sending your question in, matey. Anyway, the next question we got from Andy, and he says, G'day, guys. Um, any chance you'd be able to have a glance at the EVN chart, please? Long-term chart in an uptrend and looking like it's beginning its next leg up. So let's have a look at EVN. So I'll bring that up. I'm going to have a look at TPG in a second because of that Vodafone TPG merger. But uh, EVN had a big week last week and that's probably why um, he's talking about that. So it's a massive uh, 47 point range on a $4 stock. That's a pretty big range on a $4 stock. You can see here it's high as $4.20, I think $2.24. My, I haven't got my glasses on at the moment. So, But it has broken above that previous high there of uh, four dollars and six so it's possible it is starting but really again this is probably more looking at like the last stock you can see here the downward move really came back to its more longer term momentum so if i put my little trend line tool across here you can see it's just come back to that it's already in a longer term uptrend maybe and uh, whether it's going to maintain that be interesting to see how far that's going to go in terms of 
because um, it's fallen quite heavily through here. You can see here, that's a big nearly 40% move down to this low here. Be interested to see how far it goes up because it could starting could be starting to do a bit of a topping pattern. It may not break through that level there, but right now it looks all right. Stick a stop loss on it. It is looking bullish. Um, would I buy this right now? Um, no, uh, maybe. I'd have, need to do a little bit more work on it, but I don't mind it. It looks all right. It could be a good one for you, but uh, it does look all right. But let's go and have a look at TPG. And this is one I'm not really convinced on. A lot of people possibly would have jumped on it on merger on that merger talk with Vodafone. And I was only looking at this the other week myself, actually, and going, do I want to buy it? Do I, do I want to buy it for our clients as well? And uh, Janine and I were having a, quite a, an interesting discussion. And I kept saying to her, the merger's going to go through. Whilst it hasn't been announced yet, I'm pretty confident it will go through um, with the courts. And I'll put it through just based on what I was looking at. Um, but both of us weren't solidly convinced that this is more medium to longer term uptrend because there's headwinds. It looks at whether the um, consumer competition watchdog will actually challenge the court ruling. There's also when you're merging two companies, there's a lot of different um, costs that come into it as you're merging companies, those sorts of things. So sometimes they don't get going very, very well. And uh, TPG, I think Vodafone's going to be getting 50.1% of the merged group. So Vodafone is the controlling shareholder there. But it does look good, um, as you said, in terms of that. But this, uh, looking at it on a monthly chart, you're looking at this sort of area. It doesn't look fantastic, and it did come right back up off that high. So it'll be interesting to see what it does this week or whether it starts to move up or whether we start seeing that that, that close coming right back down into this sort of area around that $7 mark. If it starts coming right back down into this area, then my fears or Janine and my fears about this stock, or not necessarily fears, but you know what I mean, it's like our reservations, I suppose, about this stock might be uh, true because this is not really a solid pattern and not, Part of this was because of that merger um, talk over the last period of time. Um, so just to make, we need to make sure the market's bullish behind this and the market's wanting to buy it at the moment where the jury's out. But just sit back, watch it. And sometimes it's much better to sit out rather than play if you're not 100% sure. But thanks for sending in your questions this week and watching to the end of this video. I do appreciate that. If you do have a question for me that you'd like me to answer, just stick them below. That's what I'll do. So stick your fingers on the keyboard, keep typing, and I'm happy to answer your questions now. Remember that here on this channel, we do these Monday market reports every week, and we also do our live Australian stock market show every Tuesday here on YouTube between 7 and 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time here. So hit that subscribe button now and click the little bell on the right of it so you know when we go live with our latest video. But for now, I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here with Wealth Within. Goodbye, good luck, and good trading. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.